Hello, I'm Maureen Bunyan. The Reverend Allison Cheek got her job back today. We'll have a film report. The Virginia legislature adjourned today with compromises on taxes and metro. And the bullets beat the Celtics. Klaus Wagner has tape highlights, so join us at 11.30. ...will not be presented this evening. The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. Coming to you live from Oslo, Norway, it's the Great Movie Challenge Christmas Variety Hour. Tonight's special guests include UFO expert Evan, Winston from Lobster and Shrimp Podcast, The Diva 3, comedy superstar Lisa Correo, and adult film legend Cindy Dix. Featuring special performances by Richard Cheese, The Grinch Orchestra, Mama Leone's Jug Band, Google Home, and much, much more. So pour yourself some eggnog, and then pour it right back out again because it's gross. And go get yourself a real drink. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Great Movie Challenge! Welcome to the party, pal! You're a mean one, Mr. Trump. You're as racist as a Klansman dipped in dumb, misguided zeal, Mr. Trump. You're a rotten orange with alarmingly fascist ideas. You're a monster, Mr. Trump. You say Muslims are uncontrolled. Claim they cheered on 9-11, now you want to ban them all, Donald Trump. I wouldn't touch you, despite your 39.5% lead in the polls. You hate Mexicans, Mr. Trump. Say Latino steal and rape. You want to build a wall and make Hispanics pay it all, Mr. Trump. Given the choice between you and Ben Carson, I'd choose... Oh, uh, do I... do I have to pick? They're both awful. I, I don't want to support either, even as a joke. In fact, this song is just gonna draw more attention to Trump. Big picture, people, are, are we doing more harm than... Oh... You're a nightmare, Mr. Trump. You're a callous, sexist stooge. Mocking disabled reporters calling women ugly too, Donald Trump. The three words that best describe your lack of political experience are as follows, and I quote, Huge, huge, huge. You're a mean one, Mr. Trump. This campaign you have derailed You're an electoral fungus topped with cotton candy hair Mr. Trump Your candidacy is an appalling dump heap overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable And you probably disapprove of this song because it's about Christmas but it's not religious enough Even though you don't really care! Jesus fucking Christ! A seasick crocodile 
The following program is intended for mature audiences. In a world, in a city, in the deep south, within this skyscraper high above the city, they found him. He's back. Highway. And on that note, we cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you the great movie challenge. Generals gathered in their masses. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the Great Movie Challenge Christmas Edition Variety Hour. Oh, it is going to be fun, folks. Prepare yourself. So, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Um, Merry Kwanzaa, I think. I'm not really sure what the proper... Is it Happy Kwanzaa? I don't... Does anyone... It's, uh, uh, what's up, Kwanzaa, I think is probably the great terminology. I don't know, but whatever it is, uh, my good wishes go out to you. Peace on earth, goodwill to all, etc., etc. You know how that goes. Anyway, folks, we, we're broadcasting live here, Oslo, Norway. Wonderful party, Christmas party for the Great Movie Challenge. And we are bringing some guests. You know, if you've been listening, some of the past guests, Lisa Correo, Evan, Winston, Cindy Dix with some last-minute gift ideas for the Christmas in you. It is going to be insane. So grab yourself a drink. I want you guys to mingle, eat some food. We're going to have some live performances of people singing. Uh, this party is, uh, is insane. So if you're not invited to a Christmas party, turn up whatever you're listening to and broadcast it throughout wherever you are, and you're going to feel like you're at a Christmas party with us. It's going to be great. You are not alone this Christmas because you're with the Great Movie Challenge. But uh, I guess we're going to start the fest. Yeah, we're going to start the festivities right. I'm getting the signal right now. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and get yourself in the Christmas spirit with the one, the only, Richard Cheese. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Cheese, www.iloverichardcheese.com. Thank you. You know, here it is, our big holiday CD, and what better song to sing than Jingle Bells? But I'd like to do that version performed so many years ago by that fabulous group, The Singing Dogs. Hit it, boys! Woof, 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 Woof 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 Speak Heel Roll over Fetch Oh okay play dead Bow wow wow Arf 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 Meow oink quack and moo Merry Christmas from Richard Cheese and Happy Hanukkah if you're a Jew. Aloha. Oh, that was fantastic. Fantastic. Everybody, did you enjoy that? I, I know I did. I loved it. Loved it. You know, uh, here at the Great Movie Challenge, we're always talking about movies. For those of you, if this is your first episode, well, where the hell have you been? Seriously. I've only done like a thousand of these. But you can check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. There are literally hours of entertainment awaiting your ear holes for this Christmas. You could give somebody, you know what you could do? Go to iTunes or SoundCloud, doesn't matter. Subscribe to the Great Movie Challenge. Give it to somebody as a gift. What? 
I just saved Christmas. That's right. That's right. Forget Reindeer. Forget Rudolph. I saved it right now by subscribing to the Great Movie Challenge. But uh, you know what? We're going to keep these festivities going, and uh, I guess we got, we're going to do a special. Yep, one more time, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mr. Richard Cheese. I want to do a brand new song. We've never even tried it till tonight. Tonight's the very first time. The song features Bobby Ricotta on the piano. This is a wonderful song. Bobby? Go. Spanish, 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 Welcome everybody to the Great Movie Challenge special Christmas episode. We are here, parties raging. Well, I don't want to say raging. Everybody's having a good time. The season is filled with joyous celebration. Uh, it's going to be great. We have a lot of people uh, that's going to be stopping over. It's going, oh, so, someone's at the door right now. So speak and you shall come. Let me get the door here. And uh, Winston, hey everybody. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> That's great. That's great. No, I'm just uh, my neighbors. No, 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 guys. It's cool. He's uh, he's he's expected. Uh, Winston from the famous podcast Lobster and Shrimp. Limps. Winston. I almost said Limston. Winston. So good that you could come. <laughs> so good that you could come to the uh, Great Movie Challenge Christmas party. Uh, I see. Grandmother, when she used to call my name out in English, she used to say Lipton. That's uh, all right. We'll call you Lipton. I'll just call you. You know what? I'm going to call you Ice Tea, just like Lipton. So, uh, well, they, they used to call me L Cool J in high school. Oh, you weren't well liked in high school? No. <laughs> I used to get beat. Used to get beat up a lot. So, yeah. uh, I I appreciate that you dressed as Krampus. Uh, that's a that's quite a costume. I yeah. yeah. I really and uh, I do want to say, but you are one of the first uh, celebrity guests. I'm gonna say. You something. know what? I was gonna tell you this party sucks, <laughs> but. Uh, there's still people here. There's some people that you know, the mailman's over there and uh, whatever. And but so what I decided to do is ask all of our guests as they're coming into the uh, uh, into the party, do you have any Christmas traditions? First of all, let me ask you this: Are you a diehard Christmas person? Presents open on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? How is what is your tradition? Uh, we got to open one present, one present on Christmas Eve, and then when you wake up in the morning, you got to open up the rest of the gifts. So one present on midnight Christmas Eve or anytime Christmas Eve? Uh, midnight Christmas at, Eve. At midnight. So you guys are like diehard. You got to go by the clock. Uh, when, when, yes. When we were young, uh, that's the way it was. And it pretty much sucked because, you know, we got to see our the adults get fucked up, like, you know, drinking and getting drunk and 
you know, they might call you obnoxious, but no, it's really them. And you know, it just sucked waiting for midnight. But so you while you uh, while you waited, watching the clock, you watch all the adults drink and uh, get slowly more and more down. Now we're you had to pick out which present, right? Uh, yeah, we had to pick out the present, but what's what really sucked was that you had your eye on the biggest gift in your know, under the tree. So finally, when you got to that gift, though, it was like maybe like three shirts, and it's just like you know a pair of pants or something. It's just like fuck, who brought this shit? So uh, this is uh, this is not a fun holiday memory. I, I hope I didn't open up any wounds, but uh, no, this it is- was. It- <laughs> no, it was fun, but it just wasn't. You know, sometimes some some years it wasn't just it wasn't the gift you were expecting. So, but uh, but I like the fact that uh, your family kind of psyched you out, being like, "Oh, look, what about this big present? Is it a bike under here? No, it's just uh, two yeah. two pants and a shirt yeah. and a box, <laughs> a pair of Payless sneakers." <laughs> Thanks, ma. So, uh, what would you say is your? Uh, best christmas gift you ever got do you have any any fond memories of like the best christmas gift that you were just like blown away with oh shit um i think it's when i got a sega genesis yeah i think that was uh i think that was the best one after that it just went downhill so uh and if i if memory serves i bought you a sega genesis just last year so it was uh my gift that you're talking about all right that's when i found out you were sleeping with my mom i was like what the fuck What can I say? It was just on Christmas time, though. I just, uh, wait, you know. Who's this Mac Daddy over here? <laughs> With a Sega? I love it. So, bring him in. Bring him in. Now, do you have any uh, favorite Christmas traditions that you that you uphold, other than just opening up a gift on uh, Christmas uh, Eve? Uh, you know, it was pretty cool because um, I looked forward. You know, my, uh, uh, my mom and my dad, they're divorced. So, so I you look forward to that? No, no, I look forward to going to my dad's for Christmas. Um, my mom was, uh, you know, I lived with my three sisters and my mom, my great-grandmother. So it was pretty lame, you know, Christmas over there. And my dad's was pretty, like, it was fun. You know, that's when, like, his part of the family is the biggest side of the family. Like, you know, everybody got together. Everybody just partied. And it, that, that was fun. You know, I got to see all my cousins and everything. So you got the you got two Christmases. You got a nice quiet one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a big uh, then a raging party one. Right. So I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Now, uh, did you have you done all your Christmas shopping this year? Uh, you know what though? Um, right now, I I have six sisters. You know, they all have kids. And I called all of them up and I said, nobody's getting gifts except your kids. So blame that shit on your kids. <laughs> So, uh, kids, kids ruin everything. Yeah. Uh, they do, <laughs> they do. So uh, I called all the all my nieces and nephews up. I said, "What do you want?" And it's crazy because they're all old enough to say, "I want gift cards." And I'm like, "How the hell you know about a gift card?" You know. And I even called one of my nephews, and I'm like, "Hey, you play video games, right? You want a GameStop gift card?" He goes, "No. What if I don't want a game? So get me a Best Buy gift card." I'm like, "Are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> so here I am at CVS looking for a Best Buy gift card. You know. You know, the uh, when I was younger, I hated getting gift cards. I thought that was the biggest cheap, chintzy gift you could ever give, and oh, there's no thought behind it. Now that I'm older, I love gift cards. They are the most amazing I, I, thing ever. I love gift cards, man. I think that's everything should be given through gift cards. Everything, yeah, even anniversaries, doesn't matter. Birthdays, just give a gift card. I, I, I tell you this: uh, between both parents, my father's uh, side of the family, they they threw the best Christmas parties. 
but my father had the lamest Christmas gifts. My mother, she had the best Christmas gifts, but the lamest fucking get-togethers. You know? So, so it all, it all evened out. Yeah, yeah, no, it did. It did. What, you know, what is, fa- what is one of the worst Christmas gifts you received? Can you remember? Um, I asked my father for this uh, remote control car. I don't, I forgot the name of it, but it was uh, like you know these big wheels on it. It flipped. Uh, it could bounce off the wall and just if it if it turns upside down, you could still ride it. You know, like it was so cool. So my father takes me. Uh, this was in New York. He takes me downtown Manhattan. We stop at like one of these uh, corner uh, stands in the you know in the si- in the sidewalk, and he's like, "Hey, look, they have those remote control cars you wanted." I said, Dad, that's not a real remote control car. That thing is wired. That thing is plugged into the remote. You can't use that. He's like, no, what are you talking about? This is top of the line. I said, no, it's not top of the line. You know, well, next you know all top of the line stuff is sold on the streets yeah. in New York. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah. so basically, you know what sucked was the next morning I'm over here with a remote control car plugged into like plugged into the car and I just... Going so you had back to, and forth on it. You had to race after. You have to run along with it on the side. You know, you gotta go. You gotta go like back and forth like five times for it to turn left or right. It just, <laughs> it just sucked. It sucked. Thanks, so, Dad. That was uh, another wound opened up. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst. So uh, this is turning out to be more like therapy than it really is. It's a Christmas show. You know just, what? Yeah, it is, man. Because I'm about to pour myself another drink. Intense. We were, uh, I was uh, actually having a conversation with a couple of people about how a lot of Christmas, including Christmas movies, uh, are actually extremely depressing, and they're not, uh, they're not really all hope-filled and whatever, like uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life or uh, Rudolph when they make fun of the poor kid. All, it's just not fun. It's not fun. To, uh, that's why, now, but there are some Christmas movies out there that do really do their best to fill you with Christmas. Do you have a favorite Christmas film? Uh, Christmas Story. Christmas Story with uh, Ralphie, you're going to shoot your eye yeah. out? Yeah. That is tremendous. To me, to me, that's my number one right there. The uh, My number one Christmas film, I would say, is probably, uh, it's a toss-up between Die Hard or, uh-huh. um, yeah, I'm going to say Christmas Story. Or no, no, I, I apologize. I take that back. It's a tie, Die Hard or Bill Murray Scrooged. That's, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill Murray's. Yeah, that was that was that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, you know, one movie that I enjoy a lot, uh, which is uh, Will Ferrell, uh, Elf. I El- that, that movie brings joy to me, man. That movie that- brings joy to me. That <laughs> <laughs> gives you all the feels that you need. Yeah, man. I sit back and I'm like, I start thinking about my parents when they were together, which I never seen them together and shit. Like, <laughs> Give me a minute, man. I'm going to go to the corner and cry for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before you do that, is there anybody that you... Well, I want to get everybody to make sure that they tune into uh, Lobster and Shrimp. I, there are hours of listening entertainment awaiting you on SoundCloud, iTunes. Where else you got it? Uh, it's any uh, podcast uh, streaming app. That any, you have. Anywhere you can find it, Lobster and Shrimp. Uh, so, folks, get over to that. Is there any Christmas messages that you'd like to go before I let you get inside and belly up to the bar? Uh, fuck Christmas. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, man. Just, uh, you know, hey, man, happy holidays. That's it. That's all I got to say. That's it. All right. Well, um, I'll make sure I have a box of tissues over there for you. I appreciate you opening up to us. But Thanks, uh, get inside, get some eggnog, and uh, we appreciate it. We're going to have some singing later on. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great Christmas party. Thanks, Wizard. 
Ice is back with my brand new invention Something grabs a hold of me tightly I flow like a harpoon daily and nightly Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know Turn off the lights And I'll glow Extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle Ice, ice, baby I'm a lyrical poet Miami's on the scene Just in case you didn't know it Rolling in my 5.0 With my rack top down So my hair can glow Keep my composure When it's time to get loose Magnetized by the mic While I kick my juice there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it Check out the hook while Bobby revolves it Ice, ice, baby Vanilla ice, ice, baby Bravo, bravo. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. That was, uh, again, amazing. And thank you, Winston. I think he's going to be okay, everybody. Don't worry about him. Uh, you know, we're going to kind of slow things down a little bit just in keeping with the holiday traditions. I know religion plays a huge part in it. So we have brought our very own Reverend Brown. And our Reverend Brown is going to say a few inspiring words. And I guess there's a... Uh, uh, well, take it away, Reverend Brown. No, I didn't come here to preach to you today. But you know, when I look at these contestants uh, for the Miss Black Awareness pageant, uh, I feel good. I feel good because I know there's a God uh, somewhere. There's a God uh, somewhere. Turn around, ladies, for me, please. You know there's a God who sits on high and looks down low. Man cannot make it like this. Larry Flint, Hugh Hefner, they can take the picture, but they can't make it. Only God above, the Hugh Hefner on high, can make it for you. Apparently, these are the best women Queens has to offer. Pick one and let's go home. You can call his name. Be patient, my friend. Lord, Lord, do you love him? Do you feel joy? Say joy. 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 Can I get a amen? Don't be ashamed to call his name. Yes, Lord. Only God can give that woman the kind of joy she has right there. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Joy. I am very 
you. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Can I get an amen? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the name. <laughs> Lord, Lord. Girls, you can, you can leave now. Thank you very much. There's a God somewhere. I got a special treat for you this evening. A young man that you all know is Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Yes, Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. And Reverend Brown. Three years for the Reverend. This man's been my Reverend since I was a little boy, and I love him dearly. He's a very special man. Reverend Brown. Reverend Brown. It feels so lovely to be here tonight. What a beautiful lot. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so lovely. Everyone's so lovely. And um, while you're in the clapping mood, I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Sexual Chocolate. They play so fine, don't you agree? I believe the children are our future. Thank you. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. Make it easier. Some of the good stuff, right? Coming up. On a coke? Join the show. Enjoy, young man. I decided long ago never to walk in any one shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, you can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all inside of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy chocolate! And as we are sitting here at the Great Movie Challenge Christmas Party, as you can hear, people are enjoying themselves, drinking. Stay away from the fire. Don't open any of the presents. And we have uh, guests on. Oh, someone's at the door. Hang on. Let me go get the door here. And hey, it's the divas. Our music has come. Ladies. Hey. Hey, hey. Hi, Ray. Kissy, kissy. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. And happy Hanukkah. And I am glad that you guys noticed the mistletoe hanging under the doorway. I appreciate it. So thank you so much. I spotted it right away. Thank you, darling. So for the guests here and the guests listening that don't know, it's the Divas. They are going to be providing some musical entertainment in a, in a few minutes. Uh, so we have you all set up. But, we can't uh, wait. Tell me, guys, introduce yourselves to the crowd. Hi, guys. This is Tanya Williams. I'm one of the Diva Threes. I'm happy to be here and um, very excited. Merry Christmas. And I am Carmen Klepper, Diva 
also diva one. We are we, we are by age. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, right. our third diva is on a cruise. Lucky her. But Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. We are so happy to be honored on, to be here. Honored to absolutely. be on this great show. And it's absolutely, we have literally millions of people that are uh, listening right now. Millions. You don't have to really. You just have to take my word for it. I'm telling you the truth. It's so exciting. So, oh Tanya, you are you are originally Tanya from where? I'm originally from London, England, and I came to the States in my 20s, fell madly in love, have three boys, and then uh, found Carmen here, darling, and Hannah, and we set up we set up the band. We do what we love week in, week out. Now, over in England, you guys uh, celebrate Christmas. You have the Christmas crackers, am I right? Yes, we do, and I miss them terribly because I can't find them here anywhere. Have you ever seen a cracker? I have never seen the Christmas cracker. This is a cracker that you put on the tree. You know, like you guys put the candy cane on the tree? Oh, yes. You would put like 20, 30 crackers on the tree, and then on Christmas morning, you pop the crackers like a chicken. You know the, the, oh. wing, the wishbone <laughs> on a chicken? You crack it, and whoever gets the winning side gets the toy inside and the Christmas hat. And you get to, yeah, you can make the cracker into like a little Burger King type hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you've done your research. Yes. And, it's and fun. it comes with, uh, but also it ha it always has some jokes in there, right? Jokes, a toy could be a toy ring, a little pin. You know, it's always a surprise. So, do you have do you remember any of the old Christmas cracker jokes? Oh, are you kidding me? That was like 25 years ago. I barely know, remember what's gone on yesterday. But, um, you know, you're a hot, a hot um, tamale to me, so I can't <laughs> think of any any bloody jokes right now. <laughs> hot tamale. So who's, uh, tell you what, uh, when does Christmas come before Thanksgiving? I beg your pardon, I don't know. In the dictionary, what? That's a Christmas cracker joke. All right. Aha. 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 You're hilarious. Actually, you are, you are a natural with the jokes. I must love say. the love the Christmas crackers. So, uh, also, tell me what uh, your tell you guys both tell me what your favorite holiday Christmas traditions are. Go ahead, Carmen. You take this. Well, one. actually, my name is Carmen, and I was born in Cuba, but I came here when I was a year old. I've lived here in Miami Beach all my life. At Fifty-seven glorious years and since we were children we always have these big family Christmas Eves where as kids we would perform for our family and it's been a tradition every as I, I have five kids now so then of course after we grew up then my five kids performed and my sister's kids performed we would get them all together and they would do little shows and now I have two grandchildren so they are right now three and six, and my my other sister's daughter has a little three-year-old, so we're working on them for the next performance. So this Christmas Eve, of course, the Divas Three will be performing at big, my house. A big, big show. Big, big uh, karaoke performance on the 24th, and it's always very big, and it's because I'm married to a farm boy from Iowa. It's half Latin and half uh, American, so we have the traditional turkey, mashed potatoes, string beans, uh, and um, the, the uh, sweet potato. And then you have the Cuban style, where you have the black beans and rice, and the pork, and the ham, and of course the turkey. And so 
It's very festive. Kind of a fusion. And it's uh, a lot of food, a lot of fun, and we drink till we the sunrise. <laughs> we Did you hear that? My mine is real, real simple. So by the time it's like Christmas Day, I don't, I, I can't. You're wake hung up, up, hung over. Yeah, and then I have to be mindful because I celebrate Christmas Day. But uh, my little tradition is, you know, from when the boys were young, we'd have the Christmas stockings up, and I'd always fill them up with oranges, biscuits, and little toys and trinkets in the stockings, and then I would sneak upstairs early hours of the morning and put um, the stockings at the end of their bed so that they could literally wake up. Because you know how when they're young, they wake up at like 6 a.m. and they would eat the snacks, the juice, the biscuits and play with the little toys. And there was always a sign in there, 9 a.m., don't come down until 9 a.m. <laughs> so that's kind of my tradition. Keep them upstairs is what I say so until 9 o'clock. So you keep your kids locked up. Now, Carmen, let me ask you this. <laughs> in Cuba... Did you? Is there a Santa Claus? Is it Father Christmas? What's the What's the uh, the tradition? Same as Same as America. The, the, the tradition is 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 a same exactly actually Noche Buena, which is that's why we st always our big is Christmas Eve, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. which is Noche Buena in Cuba. I unfortunately I was a year old, so I never got to spend all those great holidays there. But it carried on over here uh, to the states and. We, big parties were always on Christmas Eve. I, the American more tradition, I think, is Christmas Day, okay. and the Cubans yeah. and the Latins, I think, is more Christmas Eve. So we have a big party Christmas Eve, and it, it's always late. I mean, we always ate late. By the time it was 9 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock is when we begin to eat. That's right. And then always at midnight, we would open the presents, you know, and yeah. not for the little kids. The little kids would be the next, of course, because they were Santa Claus, but... There would be a big... Uh, Don't they open those earlier? Well, oh, Christmas Eve would just spread, you know, whatever, spread whatever it was out. at the party mm -hmm. and the, whatever your family was there, then you pass the presents and it's just a great time and very festive and they're always, you know, the Cubans love to dance and they love music. So at my house, there is a music and party, 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 party till about four o'clock in the morning. But it's the same uh, same tradition, the big fat guy driving all over the world, but didn't giving presents to the kids down the chimney. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Santa so, is coming to town. Santa, baby, slip a sample under the tree. Oh, that's a naughty Santa. That, that's, our, that's our Marilyn Monroe version of yes. Santa Baby. Sorry, Wayne, go ahead. That's okay. I was going to say save it for the save it for the show. Save it for the show oops, when, we, oops, when we get oops, you up oops. there. Now, in England, you have you celebrate Boxing Day. Is that true? Oh, that's my favorite. Absolutely. Well, you know how most families, you can't get to everybody on Christmas Day. So, you know, whether it's in-laws, siblings, what have you. So you would visit your, your family on Christmas Day. And on Boxing Day, it's kind of the continuation of Christmas Day. And you'd have your leftovers and you would also celebrate on Boxing Day. What it really means is that everybody's getting rid of the boxes from the day before. That's when you're throwing out all the garbage, the boxes, etc. That's where the name came from, Boxing Day. But it is traditionally used for as a second day of celebration. I really was hoping that it was going to involve some kind of fighting. But, uh... Yeah, not that kind of boxing. Mind you, I can remember a fight or two in years past. <laughs> but yes, that's now, not your show. Tanya, Carmen, I know everybody's aching to hear you sing, but before we do that, I just want to ask you guys, do you guys have a favorite 
either a Christmas song or just song that you guys like to perform? We love Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, yeah. And we love, of course, because it's Latin, because we are Latin and American, you know, we love Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. And one of our all-time favorites is uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. And well. The Little Drummer Boy. Oh, we got too many to yeah, count. too many. Sorry. <laughs> now, in the in this in this very hot climate of sexual harassment, is "Baby, It's Cold Outside" appropriate? Seriously? Very appropriate. Is we don't. <laughs> we we. <laughs> you know what? You don't want to listen to our. You don't want to listen to how we talk behind closed doors. I'm a lady, Carla. She slaps me a couple times because I have a bad mouth. She has a potty mouth. She oh, makes me sing songs with bad words in it. Yes. I, I change it to freak. And I do a lot of sexual um, dances during to make her laugh. Yes, we do laugh. You have to come to I, one of our rehearsals one time, Wayne. I do want to see this. Are you Please, if, at the Christmas party, can you do some of those sexual moves for us? Oh, we sure do. Absolutely. We do. I, listen, <laughs> you know it. After a few drinks, it gets even better. I thought we were hula hooping all the time. <laughs> we weren't hula hooping. She told me we were hula hooping. Hell no. Oh dear. Whatever, oh whatever makes it. That sounds amazing. Now, guys, where can we can we find you on the internet anywhere? Can we find you? Where where can we go see you? The Diva Three perform. Absolutely, divafree.com, darling. Divafree.com. You'll see our upcoming schedule. We're touring next year. We have got some performances and shows. What we do is we host karaoke parties, so people will call us and they'll, you know, they, they want a party, a karaoke party. So we have our equipment, we bring it, we start the, sh you know, it depends on the client. And what we do tell the client is like, if you, your guest would, it's, if you can get them to, um, they send in a song list. Yeah. Song three, list. Three like, songs. Let them pick two or three songs. Then that way we have it organized. So then we, you know, like, okay, here is Marsha and she's singing born to be wild. And that's the beauty about karaoke is it doesn't matter that you could sing or not. You, you can't sing because... Everybody's a diva. It, it's just so much fun. People have so much fun at these karaoke parties. And we back them up as well. We'll yeah. even be your back, backup singers. It's so fantastic. it's really great. We have a great time and we've done a, quite a few parties. And, you know, we're just... Uh, Divafree.com. Check us out. Now, is it the number three or the spelled out T-H-R-E? No, it's the number three. Number so three. Diva, number three. Diva three. Actually, it's divas, apostrophe S, even though it's not supposed to be apostrophe S, but we like to be different. And then the number three. Dot com. And then we, you can uh, actually hire you guys to come and do a uh, private party for us. Yes. Absolutely. We'll yes. send you our contract and bada bing, bada boom. That sounds amazing. Well, guys, I know everybody's itching to hear you sing, so we have you set up over by the fireplace. We're going to get you going. What Do you know what song you're going to entertain us with? Absolutely. Baby, it's cold outside, and it really it's, has uh, been late. That's one we're, of our favorites. And you know what? We're all blessed with this Miami weather, Florida weather. We're blessed. We're blessed. Thanks, Wayne, darling. Thank you, guys. And ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Diva 3. We're going we're gonna to hit our glass here for cheers. There cheers. we go. Cheers. <laughs> Yay. You know, it's a lot of fun uh, around Christmas time. Uh, we have always have a good time. But I'll tell you what, let's break down one of the holidays. This is Christmas. We are celebrating Christmas. And um, let's just kind of look at the whole uh, myth behind Christmas. Uh, we have a fat white guy who breaks into your home. He loves children. Uh, already, 
red flags flying all over the place, leaves presents, but you have to feed him, you know, leave cookies and milk, and uh, I don't know, the whole thing, it just sounds super creepy, right? Like, I don't know, especially in today's climate, with all the people uh, walking around, let's just, uh, let's just, you know what, how about, why don't we have like a, a normal looking guy, not some morbidly obese guy, because aren't you concerned? His cholesterol must be in the triple digits, for God's sake. But I'll tell you what, new holiday tradition. We'll have a, a normal, normal looking guy. And I'm not trying to say that morbidly obese people aren't normal. So I don't need your cards and letters, morbidly obese folk. All right. Uh, I'm just saying, how about a, um, a trim? We'll have a trim, a tall trim uh, gentleman uh, being wearing a red suit, right? Three piece, perhaps. Very nice, very dapper, well cut. And we'll have him uh, come to your house, knock on the door at a respectable hour. Not when everybody's sleeping. Have him come knock on the door, maybe ring the doorbell, respectable hour. You go answer the door. He'll say, um, <clears throat> ho, ho, ho. Maybe he'll talk in a British accent so you know he's classy. And then he will say, I have some uh, presents here, right? And you're like, oh, thanks, man. We'll take them. And he hands you a big sack of presents. And you might say, you know what? Just bake some cookies. Here, take some for the road. And he'll be like, oh, how very kind of you. Thank you very much. Um, and he'll talk like that, kind of like, uh, like he really doesn't care about you. But, he, but that's English. That's English people. That's what they do. Uh, so, you know, and off he goes. Done. Right? And we'll be like, that was nice. Who was that? I don't know. I don't know who that guy was. Uh, but he's a good guy. Good guy. I hope he comes around next year. See what that happens? You don't have to terrify the children being like, oh, he's watching you. Oh, he's watching you when you're sleeping. You better believe he is. Yeah. And if you're not good, oh, he knows. He's going to put you on a list. Oh, that does, that sounds like, I, that, I'm sorry, that just sounds like serial killer business. He shouldn't be telling children this kind of horrible, horrible uh, tales of this demon-like uh, guy, wizard, that just watches you and says, oh, if you're not good. Because who's to say what's good and what's not? Am I right? Like, how do I know that, you know, hey, I just I had a cigarette. Oh, no, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. Oh, hey, I just I, I ate a, a Twinkie. Oh, no, that's bad. I put you on the bad list. You know, or maybe he's like really crazy. Be like, I just murdered somebody. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that's real good. You know what? I've gone down a dark hole. I didn't expect to go that route, but unfortunately, I am uh, at this point just saying boo, boo Santa, down. And if uh, this was video, you could see my thumb pointing downward. Don't like it. I've just convinced myself that this is just an evil, uh, evil myth. We're going to start with the new one. Nice English gentleman shows up at your door, has a uh, sack or a, uh, let's just say sack. He'll have a sack of presents offer them to you, you in return say, thank you, would you like perhaps some pasta? There you go, nice nice hot dish of, of shepherd's pie. Perfect, and then everybody everybody leaves happy, children aren't scarred emotionally for the rest of their lives, uh, we don't have to you know worry about boarding up the chimney or any kind of ending up on someone's to-do list, ew, creepy. Oh, okay, I think I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Uh, so I'll tell you what, I'm gonna calm down a little bit, Someone's at the door. Let me get the door. It's Lisa. Lisa Correo. Oh my, that's awesome, Lisa. And I see you brought a gift. That's great. <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh yeah, you know me, always bringing gifts. 
So I didn't know you were going to be dressed up as a uh, elf. I'm very generous. I'm dressed as an elf. It's more my height than anything else. <laughs> That's so true. It's, you, you, it's not really how I'm dressed. It's re really insulting, actually, but sure, yes, I, no. I apologize. I just realized you're just wearing a green shirt, and I just assumed you're dressed as elf. I apologize. That's my. Yeah, that's thanks all a lot. Thanks a lot. So, but still, it's the holidays. It's awesome. <laughs> so, Lisa, what's a good uh, uh, what's a good holiday tradition? I'm asking all my guests when they come in the door. What's what's one of your favorite holiday traditions? Oh well, uh, my family and myself we gather around the Christmas tree, and we like to. Uh, trim our toenails together and uh, you know it's I'm sure a lot of other families sure. do the same thing and it's common absolutely yes we sing while we do it and uh, really brings us together we love it you know when I was growing up we were so poor that we had to sit around the Christmas tree wait for grandpa to sneeze what so oh <laughs> nice That's I like that one too that's my only Christmas joke. So, uh, do you have? Uh, what are you? Are you traditionalist? Where you open on Christmas Day, or is it all Christmas Eve? What do you do? Where do you open? Oh, it's all—it's all a mess. It's all a mess because uh, you know, once you get divorced, you got family all over the place. Uh, so there's stuff going on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I'm running from house to house. It's—it's it's a huge pain in the ass. But you know what? You—you <laughs> you, you do it for the kids and. Uh, and you try to make everyone happy, and uh, and then hopefully everyone's happy at the end when you're poor at the end of the holiday season. You know, That's you're true. broke. Wow, you are nothing but a ball of cheer this holiday Jeez. season. God, <laughs> this is why people kill themselves around the holidays. I got to buy how many gifts? It's easier to just hang myself. <laughs> That's exactly. And on top of that, you find out that uh, I don't want to buy for Susie at work, but I just found out she's getting me a Yankee candle or something. I was like, oh, I oh get God. Oh, and Secret Santa. Kill me now. The worst. Am I right, Secret Santa? So I am no longer uh, asked to be Secret Santa because I would just go to the adult store and buy very inappropriate gifts for a Secret Santa. So they just said, wait, yeah. no, you're not... It's a perfect way to get out of Secret Santa. Perfect way. Yeah. Oh, crap. I got Wayne. That means I'm getting nipple clamps. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> so do you have, is there a favorite holiday movie of yours that you enjoy? Oh, gosh. There, there are so many great holiday movies. You know, uh... It's a wonderful life. I mean, I know a lot of people say that one, but I, I cry every single time. Okay, I got to stop you, Lisa. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> yeah. It's about a man who commits suicide. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I was just, I was speaking to someone earlier. We we're talking about how extremely dark It's a Wonderful Life truly is. Yeah. Uh, you get to watch we that. We were just uh, saying about suicide <laughs> around the holidays. You get to watch that one shopkeeper beat the shit out of that little kid because uh, he didn't want to deliver that poison after little George Bailey. That's right. Um, the uncle who uh, becomes an alcoholic, the brother who dies, uh, mm -hmm. drowns. It's. I just don't understand where everybody got the holiday movie thing from because it is horrific film. It is horrific. And the bad guy gets away nothing, with it at the end. Nothing feels more like the holidays than that. <laughs> and and I love, for me, my whole life watching this movie every year, the, I fantasize about my death, and then I, I fantasize about all the people that would be sad and would be like, oh, we, our lives are different now. 
Okay, I get it. So it's kind of a, a little ego stroke. You think, yeah, if I could go to my own funeral, they'd be sorry now. So I get it. Yeah, exactly. You got it, man. <laughs> you wouldn't have cut me off that time in the car, jerk. So yeah, all right. that's right. Now, uh, <laughs> a hot contested debate. Debate. Do you think Die Hard is a good Christmas movie? It is. I agree it with you. It absolutely is. I, I don't even have to think about that one. Yes. Die Hard, Gremlins, uh, Lethal Weapon. Yep, so, all those. Good, all, good, good, and good. All classic uh, holiday films. I don't like Rudolph because it is somebody uh, making fun of a birth defect. And I'm anti that. <laughs> anti. <laughs> They're really mean to Rudolph, aren't they? And the only even time they. Santa. I know. And even his father is like, hey, put some mud on your face there, kid, and uh, you're embarrassing. Yeah. Until finally Santa's it's like, such a jerk in that. He's so mean. And Santa doesn't like Rudolph until he realizes he can use him for something. Exactly. Until he's like, you can be a slave for me this night. That's awesome. And yeah. uh, Mrs. Claus, she's like obviously in denial. She's just like, eat, eat. She's like the, the wife in American Beauty just sitting there like combing. Yeah. like, eat, say, eat, Papa, eat, more, more yeah, food. Yeah, she's just on Xanax and drinking <laughs> wine. <laughs> That's all it is. It's, uh, um, it, these are horrible uh, because also, and I bring this up, uh, Christmas Story, Christmas Carol, Christmas Carol with Ebenezer mm-hmm. Scrooge. Uh, he's haunted by three ghosts. This is Halloween material. This is not Christmas material. So, Very scary, yeah. Uh, so I've just I have a I have a problem with Christmas. Um, although Charlie Brown always brings it out, a bullied, yeah. uh, extremely depressed child who uh, still comes out in the end. So it's, it's not Christmas until I see Chuck Brown uh, fall on his face and Lucy uh, knock him down with a football. That's that's, that's true, right. That's true Christmas. Lisa, we uh, want you to get in there and get to the party because the eggnog's going quick. Is there anything you'd like to say for Christmas to all our listeners? I would like to say I just started a Patreon. Please, please give me that's a dollar. Right. <laughs> please give me a dollar on my Patreon. And I'm just starting to release some exclusive videos on there. So check it out, baby. That is correct. I forgot. I am a, a loyal member of the page of Lisa Creole Patreon. Oh, so, well, you're uh, in for a treat. The December uh, video is about to be released. I am very excited. So, yes, everybody, go on. it is just what, patreon.com, and then you find it there, or Lisa Creole. How do uh, they get you, Patreon, if you go to Patreon and uh, just put in my name, it should come up. It's patreon.com slash Lisa And it is definitely worth the money. The best buy this Christmas, I say. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate that. And you can join uh, join up, and it's very exciting. She gives away T-shirts and uh, albums and then a guest starring in her next movie. And We are going to have all kinds of stuff <laughs> like that, for sure. It, I just started it, though, so we're, we are, uh, it's, you know, still warm and still fresh. But I, I have my first video coming out. Lisa, I'm building it up. Don't don't take it away. I'm building it up. And she gives away she gives away lottery tickets and scratchers. And it's just amazing. Pictures uh, of my feet. It's, which is why I joined. I don't mind saying it. But uh, I absolutely urge everybody go to Patreon and uh, and join up for uh, Lisa. It is. I didn't even realize this existed until I saw that you had did it. And it's like, dude, I totally. I don't want to give those starving kids dollars. I want to give Lisa a dollar. <laughs> 
I'm so, believe me, I'm hungry. <laughs> there's, a, so. there's some great commercials of Lisa when she's walking around like, oh, I'm so hungry. If only one dollar <laughs> could feed me for a week. It's great. It's yeah, great. I have flies on my face. So <laughs> if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, Patreon, Lisa Correo. I I <laughs> recommend it. Thumbs up. And you can we can I could sign somebody else up for this too. I just thought about that. I, this yeah. is a, it's a gift that keeps on giving to Lisa. Oh, yeah, that, that's so, amazing. It's a stocking stuffer. I did it. I solved your Christmas problems. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Lisa, I'm so glad you could stop by the party. I'm going to uh, let you get in there and mingle. I appreciate yeah, but it. Yeah, I'm going to dance. Let's well, get in to that, dancing. In that, <laughs> I do have some music coming up. You'll love it. So anyway, Lisa, go enjoy yourself. We'll be back with more, more friends and relatives, and we'll hit the belly up to the bar just after this. All right. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. And we're here at the Great Movie Challenge Christmas Bonanza. Oh, folks, it, Christmas is right around the corner, and I know what you're saying. What do I get? I didn't get that special someone a little something, so I have a surprise for you. You've seen her in film. You've seen her on the Internet. You've seen her everywhere. You wish you could see her in your bedroom. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Cindy Dix. Cindy, hi. Merry Christmas. Oh, my God, Wayne. It's so good to see you. Wow, baby. Thank you. Thank you for awesome. that warm introduction. And, Cindy, I know that you, because you always, always, always have the best gifts. Trust me, I have a whole closet full of gifts that I can't show to. I can, I can only show to a select few people. But Cindy is the best. So if you're if you're wondering what do I get for Christmas, Cindy has the answers for you. You're here to save us all, right, Cindy? You're here to save Christmas. I am here to save the day. And let me tell you, this year I decided to have something crafted. Yes. I like the personal touch. That's always, it's important. That's always a winner. It's important. Okay. Well, I got together with somebody named Doc Johnson, and Trust he and me. I made a mold together. <laughs> So, this is this is a mold of your. It's um, <laughs> it's my. Well, I'll just say it, Wayne. It's my pussy. Yes, <laughs> it's my pussy. It's tight. It's wet. It's something you can hold in your hand. It's something that will bring you pleasure. And that's what it is all about, right? It's it pleasure. Is, it's, that's all and look, Wayne. Real quick, I'll verify. Looks just like it, doesn't it? And I can attest to that. Bravo. Thank you. Because this, I, the, you know, you need to have that witness. Yeah. This is that literally, was just a flash, but. literally the Mona Lisa of, uh, of molded pussies. I believe it. Now, Thank I, just, you. I just have to ask this quick question. How long did it take for that to for that mold to do? How long did it take to, to make that? They, they, they custom make it. They actually have these wonderful 3D printers now. So it's a different process than actually having to pour in the so stuff. So you don't pour like latex and all that? No, 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 no. Things have changed. It's all on, a, all on like a 3D printer now, you know. And I mean, you can turn to violence and make a gun or you can make a cunt. You know, Wait. that's where we're at these days. I frankly think, you know, the cunt is the way to go. I, I think it'll bring do. more pleasure and more yeah. socially acceptable too. I mean... Really? Who does? Yes. Who throws a pussy out of their bed if they've got an extra one? No. And there's and there's no background checks that you need to get that. that no, exactly. And uh, yeah, <laughs> over the age of eighteen, you can buy this. Oh, right. Uh, 18, right. So and you can load it yourself. That's another thing I like. The bullet, so, free. 
Oh, that's right. You can throw the, uh, uh, put the bullet in there and it the, gets the, 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 the bullets, yeah. Oh, I like that. Get yeah. a little action. I see where it's going. Oh, that's clever. Very nice. Now, Cindy, you, I'm assuming that you have road tested this yourself to make sure that this, this is a fine quality product. I never recommend anything that I wouldn't use myself. I have licked it. I have fingered it. I have posed with it. We've been out together. And um, my husband used it too. Oh yeah. Is this dishwasher safe? Can we? Yes, of course it is. Yes. That's incredible. This is like Thank versatile you. and literally fits in your stocking. It's such a great stocking stuffer. Well, that's just it. In fact, it's a stuffer within a stuffer. You know, <laughs> if if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to, you know, put like, like movie tickets or something in there, you know, it's a double double stuffer thing. It's you know. It's like a Chinese. I saw it's like a Chinese like a finger trip. Yes, you will have good time. Lucky, lucky number. Yeah, sixty-nine. Yes, all good time. So yeah, there, you know, there's a lot of practical and impractical uses, but at the end of the day, it'll also get you off. So there you are. That's you know. every house. What every household item should do. I've tried it with my. Well, brain. you know, it's, that doesn't work. There are times when you can't be with your loved one, and maybe you want to be with a different loved one. Maybe you want to spend some time with me online. Maybe you want to watch one of my movies and say, hey, this is a good way to really get in touch. There's a lot of lot of reasons why one might use this. So literally, I could I could throw on a Cindy Dix film. I, I And now I have Cindy. Now, is there a certain name for it? Or is it just Cindy Dix Pussy? What's the, is it Cindy It's Dix? on my website. They call it a replica. I call it a copy. So I, I'm holding a Cindy Dix copy in my hand. Yes. And literally, I don't need a helmet. I don't need one of those VR goggles. You don't need that. No, you don't need anything. Right All that virtual gear that takes away your peripheral view and you can't tell if somebody's walking into your living room. <laughs> you don't need any of that. This is, this is discreet, you know? You could even, in a pinch, say, it's just something I bought, you know, and just kind of toss it aside and watch it bounce in the corner. It's really very innocent. Nobody's going to think anything of it, you know. And what I love about it, honestly, is it's not like a flashlight where a flashlight um, encapsulates you. Um, your your member, your cock, your penis, what have you, comes out the bottom. So you actually have room. You can kind of accordion it a bit. Oh, now, you've got room not only to shoot out that wonderful, delicious load, but <laughs> in addition to that, you could actually slip it over and somebody else at the same time boom there's uh two things number one i never thought wonderful delicious load would ever be said on this podcast today it was done history was made love it and number two i was just gonna say it actually looks fashionable where you could set it off to the side as some some kind of like tchotchke if you will and you know here's what i would say wayne gave me this that's right <laughs> i don't know what the fuck it is just okay, that's what side. I would. That's that's how I would just cover. You know, like gave it to me. You know, maybe maybe put your beer in that to cool, and then boom, like one of those koozies, <laughs> literally koozies. Pencil holder. You know <laughs> how you've been getting that little carpal tunnel problem with your wrist? So you've got the pencil riding in here, and you could ride, and it doesn't hurt your wrist. You know, when you're on the computer. I mean, you can just use this. It's it's fabulous. This is amazingly versatile. I was just I, that is unbelievable. This is like four thousand things in one. And then when you're done with whatever household chores or office chores, then you fuck it. 
done. There you go. And there you go. Like, camper to the evening. It's and almost camper. like a it's almost like a personal assistant, really. It just won't pick up your dry cleaning. <laughs> it won't make calls. <laughs> no, it won't make calls. Well, actually, it makes it love the noise. So that's oh, it's everything. So I, you could even oh, Cindy, you have done it again. Bravo. I'm wet. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, Wayne. Really great Christmas party. Hors d'oeuvres are fantastic. I'm going to go over there and lean over and drive a few people crazy. You have a wonderful holiday. You have a great new year, and thank you so much for inviting me. Cindy, you are always invited. And I want to remind everybody to hit CindyDix.com, see Cindy Dix on Twitter, Cindy Dix all over the interweb. She owns the internet. So you have to go check out Cindy Dix. Trust me, you will thank me for your carpal tunnel syndrome that you get after watching Cindy Dix online. It's a guarantee. And then buy that gift. Then It's for sale on your website, Cindy? Yes, it's, it's on CindyDix.com. It's uh, for sale on the website. Go check it out. Replica, I can attest. It is pitch perfect. Mwah. Literally, it has my seal of approval. <laughs> and you thank know, thumbs, you, Bob. Thumbs up. You're but awesome. Cindy, thank you, and you have a wonderful holiday. Oh, you do the same. Be naughty. Oh, from what I see now, that'll cut through the murkiest storm they can dish up. What I'm trying to say is, Rudolph, with your nose so bright. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It will be an honor, sir. So those of you listening here, the Great Movie Challenge, you're having the Christmas parties, you can hear it's in full swing. Everybody behind me, they're opening presents, they're drinking. The clothes are being lost. We're having friends, old and new, to celebrate this wonderful, wonderful holiday. Oh, someone's at the door. Let me get over to the door. Hang on. Hey, it's Evan. Evan, no, oh, oh. Evan, thank you for showing up. Hey, you know what? It's, for those of you who don't know, Evan is our resident uh, lunatic that believes in UFOs, <laughs> and he was on a yeah, previous okay. show. Uh, so I appreciate you I coming over. You. Were you were you were you dropped off by any kind of uh, alien craft? They dropped. Let me. You know, I. I do have a quick question for you. Go ahead. Is is Santa? considered a ufo since you are the ufo expert no because he's magical i wouldn't call him a, i wouldn't call him a ufo but he was he's magical so he's not an alien he's not an unidentified flying object but he is technically no because nora he, tracks him nora and nora does not track aliens no Nora. well they would track aliens but nora wouldn't track Santa. they would they wouldn't consider santa a uh, unidentified flying object. They just say, "Hey, there's Santa going across the sky." Oh yeah, because I guess he, w I guess he is identified. He's not unidentified. Yeah. I guess they know who he is. So it's not. Oh, okay. Loophole with the Santa alien clause. I got it. I got it. Now, so come in, enjoy the party. As you can see, it's in full swing. As he brought some gifts for everybody. And uh, we need a menorah. You do. You don't have one. You need a happy Kwanzaa. We need menorah for Happy Hanukkah and also Happy Christmas. It's, uh, the celebration. We're making sure that we have a war on every single holiday for at this party, so everybody's getting included in that. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Now, like <clears throat> let me ask party. you something. We were uh, we were talking earlier, and we'll try to get it around to the the great movie challenge. We'll throw in a couple movies because, but this is really a night for fun. We don't want to be all business. But uh, we were talking about what do you find 
Well, first of all, let me ask you this, because I've been asking every guest that comes yeah. in. What is, what is one of your favorite holiday traditions? Favorite holiday tradition? Like do you have, well, per, do you have, a, do you have a holiday, favorite holiday tradition? <laughs> uh, outside of getting drunk on Christmas Eve and nursing the hangover the next day until dinner time. Uh, no, I mean, like, I, the only thing I like to do on Christmas Day is, uh, you know, make blueberry, blueberry muffins or blueberry pancakes. One thing I do. On Christmas, Christmas morning. Yeah. Christmas morning. Usually you like to wake up and make blueberry, uh, yeah. I'm up at like five in the morning and I'll, I'll make them. Just my thing. And that's, that's one of your, that's one of your holiday traditions. Yeah. <clears throat> now, do you have any kind of holiday tradition on Christmas Eve? When do you open up the presents? Christmas, Christmas Day, Christmas morning. Eve, Christmas, Christmas morning. Day. So you're you're a diehard diehard Christmas traditionalist. I am. I am, and I like I like opening. Now, do you go? Like do you do you also go all out? You go all out with the, the decorating, the trees, and the lights, and everything. Sure. <laughs> I used to used to see my tree They're all Star Trek lit up and illuminated. Now I have this sad Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I go the minimalist route. Look, I, that's, I was just going to say that is my holiday tradition. It's not truly Christmas until I see Charlie Brown, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas special. Because uh, there's nothing that, that I enjoy better than a, a bullied, depressed child on, uh, on Christmas. <laughs> I was going to say, it's the most depressing cartoon Christmas Day thing on the planet. Like, good God. Watching movies. Now, I... I have a theory here, and I'm gonna now. I'm gonna walk you through it. <clears throat> but to me, most Christmas specials and famous Christmas holiday classics, things of that, are extremely. They're they're really more for Halloween than they are for Christmas. And I'll tell you this: it's it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. The man commits suicide. The, that's, the man commits suicide and the angel comes down and is like, hey man, let me show you what it's like if you, if you, if you really actually went through the yep. suicide. And it's like, yep. so I'm watching this suicide through this whole, this whole picture and throughout the whole movie, horrible things happen. People get poisoned, there's embezzlement, there's craziness, craziness oh, yeah, yeah. that happens. Uh, the, <clears throat> so it's just like, oh my God, a Christmas carol. The guy is haunted by three ghosts. Ghosts are not Christmas, but you have my favorite someone, movies are a Christmas Carol movie. I love those movies. Anything, any variation. That would probably be my Christmas tradition. I love watching those movies. But look at um, Charlie Brown, as we just said. Charlie Brown, bullied, yeah. depressed, uh, yeah. just kind of. But he, but you know, he perseveres through the whole thing. But uh, he is a, a just downer the entire time. Mm -hmm. You have uh, the Linus with OCD. You have Pigpen, who I assume is homeless. Uh, you have Lucy, who is just, you know, incredibly just a bitch. Uh, um, Peppermint Patty, who, good for her. She's representing the LBGTQ community. Um, and, uh, you know, but it's just this bizarre cartoon. And uh, then you have Rudolph. Rudolph is, again, bullied and treated like crap uh, through his, basically his, his childhood. And nobody likes him, including Santa, and all because he is deformed, because uh, crack baby, whatever. They never really explained what happened, but that is actually that, true. He is a, he has a birth defect that everybody like basically shoves him over. 
Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's uh, he's they shun him over a birth defect, and then finally when it's like, hey, this guy's birth defect can help us out, suddenly he's like, yeah, 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 come on, you can you can uh, you can help us out with this, and I'm just like, I wanted to see Rudolph be like, um, fuck you, and yeah, Christmas is over because you guys are dicks and done. His, but Rudolph's own father was embarrassed by him and his birth defect. Exactly. Rudolph actually so then, wanted to cover up his, his birth defect, his nose. Really? So that's why I said, like, the Christmas stories are extreme, like, these really dark Christmas tales. And uh, it, just, it just amazes me that everybody's like, oh, it's such a, you know, it, it harkens back to Wizard of Oz when it's like, oh, Wizard of Oz, is so, we watch it every year. It's so uplifting. And it's like, did you ever really watch this show? It is horrifying. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It is a nightmare that, yeah. that this woman, you know, and it, regardless of the fact that at the end it's a fever dream, this yeah. is horrible that this person goes through. Uh, she murders somebody right in the beginning, having a house land on top of her. I mean, accidental homicide. But uh, um, and then it's just like, well, it's okay because she was a jerk, and we don't mind. And then. From that point on, she's got trees grabbing at her. She's talking to lions. These flying monkeys are trying to kill her. And she ends up throwing basically acid onto the villain. It's such a dark film. and oh God, uh, yeah. But yet, but people, people love it. They love it. They love it. But anyway, do you have a favorite non-traditional Christmas film? Favorite Can you think of it? That's a Christmas film. I mean, I know, I know, what, I know what mine. I can tell you what my favorite non-traditional Christmas film is. In fact, it, I kind of put you on the spot, so I'll just throw it out there. <laughs> my favorite non-traditional Christmas film is Die Hard. Nah. Bruce, Will- <laughs> Bruce Willis is Die just Hard. Said that. Yes, it is a Christmas film. That is true, and that would be a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, like. I'm trying to think, like, outside of that, the only one that comes to mind is that Arnold Schwarzenegger one where he's looking for Action Man or whatever the hell it was. With, uh, I think that's uh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, Jingle All the Way. I was like, I look I at it, like, it. that's actually not bad for what it is, for Arnold doing comedy. That's, uh, uh, Jingle All the Way was pretty good, but that's, but that's, see, but that's geared towards Christmas. I don't think that's non-traditional. I think yeah. another yeah. non-traditional would be Lethal, lethal Weapon. Weapon. The weapon was the very first one when they decided to, which I always found it funny that at the end, when the villain is coming to kill Riggs, mm-hmm. that they thought a good plan was to smash a car through Riggs' house on Christmas time. Like, for some reason, they were yeah. like, this is a good idea. Let's destroy his family's... Yeah, it was weird. It's like, let's run a car... Like, the guy's in the house... And we run a car into the middle of the house, and then, like, he puts the gun through the hole in the wall and goes, come on, outside, so I can kick your ass. Like, why wouldn't you just, like, you know, you know he's going to be in the house. He showed up and just killed two cops. It was like, what the fuck? Just hide in the house. Just hide, yeah. just hide in the house. And instead, it's like, I'm going to destroy your home on Christmas time. Just boom, done. Uh, but another another non-traditional Christmas film that I truly enjoy, because... Look to me, the darker the better. I don't, I don't go for the horror films, the Silent Night, Deadly Nights. Uh, don't go for any of those. I go for the, yeah. 
I go for the holiday films that are dark that the people who made them probably didn't think, ooh, this is dark. They're probably like, oh, yeah, this is going to be joyous yeah. and uplifting. I like those, like the, yeah. ex- the accidentally dark ones. Uh, yeah, like I yeah. said, like Rudolph, the Grinch, my God, mm-hmm. <laughs> a hermit who lives on a mountain whose heart is so small, another birth defect, and uh, decided to steal all... Yeah, but there's another non-traditional one that comes to mind just now that you said that, which is Serendipity. It was a John Cusack film, and uh, he's trying to find this chick in Manhattan who, like, they met, he's in love with, and she's about to get married and stuff, or he is, and I remember it, because the whole thing is, like, one of them's getting married, and one of them's trying to find the other, so he can basically marry, steal the girl away from the guy who's getting married. I was like, God, it's kind of dark, man. You're... I mean, it was this whole serendipity thing and slightly magical. It's, it's funny you should bring that up because I took a trip to New York one time and I decided to go to the restaurant. The re- there's a restaurant called Serendipity, I guess that was in the movie. Yep. Uh, Crazy and I, uh, I go to, uh, I went there and it's like literally almost an hour wait to get in. It's uh, mm-hmm. always a huge, huge line to get in. Yep. Get in there. And they're known for their frozen hot chocolate. chocolate. I want you to think about that. Frozen hot chocolate. Which is basically, if you think about it, it's just chocolate milk. It's just, that's all it is. It's just chocolate milk. But but, but they oh, it's frozen hot chocolate. Makes no sense whatsoever. But I am an aficionado of hot chocolate. And so I was like, done. I want this frozen hot chocolate. Let me tell you something. Do not waste your money on Serendipity's frozen hot chocolate. It is just, it is just brown water. That's all, because it's it's basically hot chocolate, without being heated up, put into a huge glass of ice. Mm. So you have almost like a chocolate slushy, but it because it's all watered down. It's it is, and it's super expensive. It was it was the most one of the most disappointing things. So way to bring that uh, that horrible Christmas time up. uh, Just ripped it right open that wound. There you go. Now, do you, you do you have do you have a uh, favorite? Do you can you think of a favorite Christmas place? Like what what place do you know of that uh, that celebrates Christmas? You know, because I because the only reason I bring that up is I was thinking New York. When you go to New York around Christmas time, everything's just yeah. Christmas. They I really do I, that I, city up right. Yeah, they do. And I, I'm trying to think of other places that might do it. And as for doing it right. Um, there's a couple of places in, in New Hampshire that do the whole Christmas village kind of thing, but, uh, that do it well, but it's like, kind of like they're commercially successful. Um, I think the one I just saw is in a small town called Kingsboro, Massachusetts. And they do a common area where it's just like lit up with lights. I mean, dude, it's like just, you can see it. It's like, you're coming up, it's like, oh my God. There's like lights on everything and everywhere. And they do it on their common. They do it. It's pretty big. And it's pretty cool. I, Speaking I of it. small town Christmases, I'm going to work it right back to movies. What was that Chevy Chase movie where it's based on a true story, based on a book that's based on a true story, that uh, he um, moved his wife. He was an author, and he moved his wife up to the small town in oh. New England, wherever. You know what I'm talking Funny about? Farm. Funny Farm. farm? Was he? Was that based I think, on a true story? Yeah, it was uh, a sports writer uh, wrote a book. Yeah, and that's uh, I don't know the sports writer, but that it was based on the book that the guy wrote. And uh, but 
But that was based uh, around Christmas time when they're trying to sell the house and they're putting all the release the deer and people, oh, it's so magical. Uh, which for Chevy Chase, not a fan, but I thought I, I really enjoyed that movie. I thought that movie was uh, was very funny. Yeah, so another, that, there you go. Steve Myers, I will say this much about Chevy Chase. I know it's off topic, but man, I, I see him now and I'm just mired in the fact that he's such an asshole. <laughs> exactly. So much, uh, it's not what a dick he is. I can't watch anything he's in now without thinking, God, he's such a fucking asshole. Everybody. Yeah, ex you know? that's Chevy. What can you do? Chevy. Yeah. He's, his early stuff with Goldie Hawn, I thought was great. Modern Times. Yes. Uh, yes. The uh, um, Foul Play. Uh, he did some, yeah. some great, uh, great stuff in Caddyshack. Uh, yeah, but yeah, exactly. later on, he, uh, he did the movie Fletch and was a hit. Everybody Fletch. It, they made a sequel. I, here's the thing. I read the Fletch book and he so was not the character in the movie. Like the book was like, I, I would love them to redo that movie, those books and do it with somebody else because he was not the person for that role. Also, the movie wasn't. I, I'm jaded because I read the book and the book was great. The rest of them I didn't like that much, but that first one I thought was cool. You know, but yeah, flesh. He was just a douche. So, but uh, my all-time, uh, my all-time favorite Christmas classic, and it is a traditional Christmas classic. It's not a uh, um, non-traditional like Die Hard. But my all-time favorite Christmas classic, which actually gives me all the feels, gives me all the Christmas feels when I watch it, uh, especially at the end. Even though it is cliched, it's trite, it's everything. Especially the ending. You know, you know everything that's going to happen is Bill Murray's Scrooged. Yeah, hands down. Hands down, the greatest one. I mean, when it, it comes to, like, a Christmas film, this is the best. It still, to this day, holds up. doesn't matter when it was made. And it's uh, it's great because it's another one that's, that's extremely dark. And from what I understand, mm -hmm. that movie was actually much darker. Uh, I don't know if there's a director's cut somewhere, if there's, you know, scenes on the cutting room floor type thing, but uh, I guess that movie was much, much darker than what hit the theaters. Really? And they cut. And uh, they cut a lot of the a lot of the stuff out. Or I don't know. I don't know if they filmed it, or if it was in the script, and they just changed it. But I did, I have heard different stories that that movie was much much darker than uh, than was released in the theaters. Although the movie that was released in theaters pretty dark. Pretty dark. Yeah, uh, dark. And my my favorite Christmas time movie, and I watch it every single year. Like I said, I love any variation on the Christmas stuff, but I've seen them all. Seen the one with uh, George C. Scott. I've seen that musical one. Who is that? I have seen the the one. I did one like in 1938. I mean, like I've seen them. I've remade them. The best by far is Patrick Stewart, who does a Christmas Carol, most faithful to the story, to the written word, and he's actually very good. Nick, he did a one man show of it at one on Broadway for a while, and then he uh, they did it for TNT. You get to see that. That is a faithful telling of the story. And he does now you don't you don't feel uh, you don't feel Jim Carrey's uh, Scrooge was uh, oh faithful. <laughs> I tried to watch that piece of shit. <laughs> I, was, I really I swear to God, I tried to watch it. It's so fucking bad. It, even if it or the uh, or the Muppet Christmas Carol. That's ah, a great one for sheer joy and fun. A Muppet Christmas Carol. Even Mister Magoo's Christmas Carol is better. Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol is, is dark and, and, but still good. A senile old man who you're putting through, through like, you know, the most torturous events. A see, senile, senile blind old man. Don't forget Mr. Magoo. Exactly. Uh, another cartoon like, that for some reason 
uh, everybody thought it was fun to make fun of a extremely old blind man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but still works, and then nobody gets in the in the extremely PC world of today. It's amazing to me that people don't do not get offended by the things that are shown, uh, and they get offended over the the silliest things. I believe. Oh, yeah. um, but I was just speaking uh, before before you came here. The Diva Three, who uh, who just sang a song before you got here, uh, were uh, were singing "Baby, It's Cold Outside," and I was t- saying that that is actually a song that's uh, tantamount to date rape. Well, people say that, because and I'm like, I love that too. Dean Martin sang it great. I, I played it, and all the. I'm funny. not saying. Oh no, no, I'm not saying I don't like it. But I'm saying if you really listen to the song, this woman is yeah. trying to get away, and this guy's like, nope, <laughs> nope, not going to go. <laughs> it's I'm, cold outside. Stay here, spend the night. And I'm surprised he's, uh, he at one point, he doesn't say, you know, it puts the lotion in the basket, you know, and, uh, <laughs> because it's all, you know, I really, I really can't stay. Oh, it's too cold. I uh, got to get away. It's too cold. Can't go outside. Fuck that. Take your clothes off. Sit down. Let's have a drink, you know, and it's just, it's this guy that is being, a, he's really super forward, but I love the song, can't help it, but I love the song, or <clears throat> the one with, I was listening to this today, because I'm driving around listening to Christmas music, and the classic of, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, <laughs> and, having an affair with a you know, so it's, Santa Claus outfit. so it's supposedly, you know, a kid who sneaks downstairs mm-hmm. and sees, uh, sees his mom kissing Santa, and you're supposed to believe that it is bad, uh, dressed up like Santa, and she's you know, him. But I was thinking, they never really clear that up. So, is no, it dad? Is it the neighbor? And, because at one point, he even, the, at the one end of the song, it said, wouldn't it be funny if daddy saw mommy kissing Santa Claus? And it's like, no, that would not be funny for dad. <laughs> be like, you know. No, I'd be funny. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's along the lines of like sad Santa Claus because basically I'm going I'm going with a happier route where it's basically like, you know, dead it would be funny, but it's like a secret identity, like Clark Kent and Superman. You know, it's basically like, yeah, it would be funny because it's So you're t- you're taking the song <clears throat> so you're taking the song as if it is that he really is Santa Claus, but his yeah. secret identity is he's the dead. Is that that's how you're taking the song? Yeah, let's. I'll go with that route. <laughs> really? I go with that route. You know. See, I, I figured the more the more out. innocent the more innocent would be that he was uh, um, uh, that it was just dad dressed up like Santa Claus and you know came in. Although it doesn't make sense as to why he's dressed up like Santa Claus when the kids in bed. See, right. I'm poking holes in it. There you go. It's the neighbor came over. Uh, they Looking sang "Baby, It's Cold Outside." Something. You know, dad's working late trying to bring home the bacon, and mom's making out with, uh, you know, some old guy in the kitchen. You don't even know it's Santa Claus. Could be some homeless guy. Mom could be a freak. And just some bearded <laughs> homeless guy, and the, and the kid could be like, yeah, I think that's Santa. But I don't know. Because the kid, well, kid sounds not, stupid if he thinks. But the dad from Alf who likes to blow homeless guys and smoke crack. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't though? When you think about it, it's, uh, that's such a great holiday tradition. But Evan, you know, I've I've, I've held you hostage here for uh, for too long. There's, we have a whole party. There's drinks. There's music. There's dancing. Uh, go, so please join the. I, I got mistletoe, dude. 
I saw the mistletoe belt buckle. I thought it was inappropriate, but you know what? <laughs> Whatever. It's the holidays. So I would please go enjoy food, drink, merriment, and uh, please, is there a holiday message you'd like to leave everybody with? Merry Christmas. Cricket, oh, cricket, okay. cricket. <laughs> Just silence. No, there is no holiday message. Get your own holidays. All right. Happy Hanukkah. It's Christmas Eve. It's, it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We, we, we smile a little easier. We, 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 we cheer a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. You know, I hope everybody had a good time today at uh, the Great Movie Challenge Christmas Variety Hour. I really appreciate all of you showing up. Remember, go to Stitcher, go to iTunes, go to SoundCloud, go to GreatMovieChallenge.com, write a review, write an email, write me a note. Uh, just, you know, get out there and write, folks. And I want everybody to have a safe, happy holiday, safe, happy new year. I appreciate all the listenership, appreciate everything. And please check out our guest, Lisa Correo with the Patroness. Check her out. And uh, it's a dollar, dollar a month, and it'll feed starving children and keep Lisa in her all her splendor. Check out Winston's uh, Lobster and Shrimp podcast. Definitely go to cindydicks.com. Check out Diva 3. Get them for all of your party needs. Buy every single Richard Cheese CD that you can find. And you know what? Just be kind to one another. Be happy. Be loving. And just be. So happy holidays, everyone. And let's leave you with this. something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. I just don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents and sending Christmas cards and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know who can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Maybe Lucy's right. Of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Browniest.
It's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! It's over. Go home. Yeah, 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 yeah